everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Burkhardt. Welcome. Today, we're talking about how you can be a butterfly. So uh, this is really the process of learning, growth, and change. Uh, I'm going to share tons of examples with you about how I have chosen consciously to be a butterfly and what that means for you. And I'm really going to ask you to evaluate several people in your life and see, are they caterpillars or butterflies? And which table do I want to sit at? Okay. Enjoy. All right. So what does it mean to be a butterfly? So I saw this Facebook meme and it's one of those that just keeps coming back to me for some reason. And basically what what's happening is that there's uh, a caterpillar and a butterfly and they're sitting at a table having coffee. And the caterpillar says, you've grown. And the butterfly says, we're supposed to. And it just reminds me that, you know, sometimes we grow out of people and thoughts and beliefs and ways of being. Okay. Uh, so just this idea that two people would kind of be sitting together like this and having coffee. I, I think it happens all the time. I think it happens in close relationships. I think it happens between parents and children. Um, I'm reminded of a story that John Maxwell used to tell. Uh, I think it's in one or two of his books. And basically he goes back for uh, a high school reunion and, uh, the long, long, long story short, he goes and he realizes he has grown tremendously as in he's no longer the same person, but everybody else there is the same person. And I think that is uh, so true. It's And it matches with this meme. So uh, I love Miles McPherson's book, The Third Option. So, I mean, he talks about so many things there. So, you know, the, the one theme is this idea of us versus them. So realizing it's not us versus them. It's the third option is, you know, how can we be together in unity? Um, another theme that he talks a lot about is the idea of race, understanding how race comes into the us versus them mentality. Uh, but what I also absolutely love is the stories and examples that he shares. And these stories are examples of people changing their beliefs. Okay. Realizing that the culture wasn't really one of collaboration or unity with other people. So remember culture, uh, is, is how you do things. Okay. So all of these people are transforming their thoughts and beliefs around this idea that, okay, my culture believes this and, you know, maybe that's not inclusive of people who are in my out group. Right. So I'll give you a great example. Uh, I, you know, I'm squarely in the speaking and training and coaching culture. Uh, and I have many, many colleagues out there who are doing this kind of work. And, uh, you know, it's all about, you know, what, what's the next program or the next thing you're going to launch or, you know, that kind of thing. And again, that's not bad. That's the way we do things. 
And I've just had this realization recently, just through my own research, a lot of people are not taking courses or if they are, they're not really finishing or even participating. Why not? Well, I think number one, because we've got all these speakers, trainers, and coaches who are out there who are like launching all kinds of things and people are like, oh, that's really cool. I'm going to buy that and I'll put it on my shelf. So it's making me kind of think about, wait a minute, where is the true transformation happening? It's through discussions, right? And so I'm creating my quote unquote courses, less teaching, more opportunities for discussion and really transformational practices. So I'm kind of deviating a little bit from what my colleagues are doing. Uh, I'm just realizing that the culture or way of being like that is not necessarily for me or the people that I serve. Neither here nor there. It's not right or wrong. It just is. Okay. Um, you know, a- another example is what long held generational beliefs uh, about yourself or other people do you have? Right. Um, or what, you know, how do you celebrate things? That's another big one right? This is the only way to do Christmas. I remember when I married my husband, that's what I heard. This is the only way to do Christmas. And I was like, well, that's interesting because I did Christmas different, right? Sometimes you might find yourself growing and, and really not connected anymore to, you know, people or situations or just feelings or, or beliefs. And sometimes you might be surprised to find that you're, you're connecting with other groups of people, right? Uh, so for example, I came up with a, a, a spiritual, intellectual, and physical example. So spiritually, maybe you're, you're realizing, hmm, I have been squarely in this place of religion all my life. And now I'm really connecting to these ideas of spirituality, right? So going beyond, uh, religion and rules and going more towards a relationship. What is my relationship with this higher power? Okay. Um, the intellectually, maybe you've had certain mentors that were really, really amazing. And over time you just realize like, okay, your stuff is still really amazing. And I still really like you. However, I'm growing a little bit more than that. Now I need something else. Okay. Um, physical, you know, maybe, uh, you're on this path to get healthy. A lot of people have figured out that they've gained the COVID-19 pounds. Uh, and so they're like, Hmm, I I need to, I need to get around people who this is a, 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 I guess a, a thing, right? It's an emphasis in their life. Okay. Now in my experience, you grow out of something and into something else. It's kind of like changing clothes. You know, let's say, you know, my kids, my goodness, they're, whew. Let me just say, we're going to have them home now, at least for the next few weeks. Who knows, maybe the next few months again. Uh, and I'm looking at my grocery bill going, okay, we need to get ready. Because all of a sudden, it's like when they're home, they feel like they need to have, I don't know, eight different meals during the day. And they're all growing, you know, they're 11, 14 and 16. So they are growing. However, they're growing in the clothes like mad. Uh, And so, you know, you grow out of certain clothes and you grow into new clothes, right? That's kind of what I'm talking about here. When, when we're trying to be a butterfly and we're transforming, it's really looking at 
you know, what are my beliefs? What are, are the ways of being that I have kind of created for myself or that I've been given over life? And do those still fit me? And they might. Um, you can also look at it as, you know, the whole Marie Kondos. Do, do those still give me joy? Do they make my heart happy? And they might. Okay. I, I also think uh, a friend of mine gave me this verse the other day and it made me think about this. Uh, there's a verse in the Bible in Matthew, I think it's 1929. And I, I know I'm not going to remember exactly how it says, but it basically says, if you leave your family and your occupation, that you'll receive eternal life. And we were really going into that. We're like, okay, wait a minute. What does that really mean? So my interpretation is really, if you question what you've been told, right? So that idea of leaving your family, if you question what you've been told and you consciously decide how you want to live, you're going to receive rewards, So, so many people I talk to are trying to have something different in their life and they don't realize that they have these programs that are running the show. A lot of them have to do with money. You know, uh, several dear friends of mine, they, they are struggling with this money concept and a couple of them don't even understand that they got the money concept from their parents who got it from their parents who got it from their parents. So until they really change their perception of money and what money is, is good for, they're never going to receive that money. Okay. Now I can tell you a few examples of how I no longer think like my family. All right. Um, number one example is this idea of diabetes. So I have always been told my mom, okay, my mom did the very best she could. Right. But one of the things that she often told me was, well, you know, Michelle, you're going to have to find somebody really healthy, physically healthy and strong because we come from the shallow end of the gene pool. And I go back to that all the time. And I'm like, that's one of the worst things you could ever tell a child and repeatedly. Okay. Uh, so long story short, I was always told, uh, that I was going to get diabetes no matter what, because I had both sides of my family. It was very heavily prevalent and there was nothing I could do about it. And I remember thinking, well, that's ridiculous. (laughs) And so, uh, I did everything I could to stay healthy. I was probably the healthiest of, of the bunch, honestly. And then I started having kids and these kids were just like little sugar cubes. I kid you not. Um, you know, Hannah, especially the middle one just shot my, my blood sugar up like crazy. I was taking six shots a day. It was crazy. And then after I had all my kids, everything went back to normal and I was doing just fine. Uh, and then, you know, flash forward in my life and several years after I had my stroke, all of a sudden, you know, certain things in my body started to go a little wonky and, and my blood sugar was one of them. And so I was listening a lot to the doctors and the medical professionals and, you know, changing my diet. And although at that point I was already doing all those things. And then I thought, oh, it's because, you know, uh, that my family and, and all these doctors must be right. Well, about a year ago, I, I started really questioning that. Is that true? And out of that questioning, I have gotten myself, and it's a long story, maybe for another podcast episode, quite frankly, but um, the result is that as I'm speaking to you right now, I am more than three weeks without one drop of insulin a day. Uh, and I, my blood sugars are in the target range. My A1C level is normal now. 
Uh, and even three months ago, it was very high and I was using, um, actually about six weeks ago, I was using a hundred units of insulin a day. Okay. Now I, I wish I could tell you there was some fad diet or I was doing some new exercise routine. In reality, I was really just questioning my beliefs. Psych K has helped me, you know, fast, high speed change those beliefs. Um, but the result is that I don't think like my family anymore. That became very relevant when I was on my trip a couple weeks ago and I was with family and here everybody right before dinner, of course, is shooting up, you know, here's my insulin. They're like, oh, Michelle, you know, what, what are you doing? And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to. And I'd show them my, my tracker thing that I have. And they were just like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And I'm like, yeah, you could do it too. And that was it. They were like, nope, we can't go any further with that. Like, nope, this is just who we are. I'm like, oh, okay. That's become your culture. That's become the way that you do things. Um, politics and religion. My, my views have changed over the years very drastically. I'm not going to tell them to you, but I, they just have. And I'm no longer in alignment with my family as far as that goes. Um, the way that I live my life, the things I choose to focus on, um, definitely not what I was grown up with and definitely not what my family does now. Now, I still love them from the bottom of my heart and I love to be around them and I want to be around them. However, I'm not going to adopt their beliefs or their ways of being or their culture because I've consciously decided that doesn't work for me anymore. Okay. So if you're going to be a butterfly, you've got to go through this change process. When was the last time you questioned your family? So, you know, more about the beliefs, not actually go and interrogate your family, but, you know, question what your family gave you. When was the last time that you really started examining your mentors? So your mentors could be in-person mentors. They could be speakers, trainers, me. Hello. If you're listening to the podcast all the time, when was the last time that you questioned what I'm telling you? Because I hope you do that every single time. I do not want you to take what I tell you blindly. Uh, I, I heard from somebody recently. She said, I check up on everything that you say. If you, you reference somebody, I go look it up. I'm like, amen, sister, go for it. Because number one, I never want you to take my voice without checking it. Because the whole point of this podcast is that you listen to your voice. And number two, who says that my voice is right for you? Okay. When was the last time that you, you checked up on your mentors? When was the last time that you questioned your friend group? Like, this is what we do. This is where we hang out. This is, you know, these are the things that we talked about. When was the last time that you, you questioned that? So in, in 10 years, imagine this in 10 years, if you and, uh, you know, your family mentors, your friend group were at a table together, who would be the caterpillar who's never changed and who would be the butterfly who's made changes? That's a good question. You want to be sitting with the butterflies, not to be, you know, you, it's, it's not that you can't visit with the caterpillars. You just have to know that's a very different conversation than sitting with butterflies. Okay. All right. So, uh, and I, you guys know I'm plugging our life on purpose program. So if you would like to join a growing tribe of butterfly thinkers that are committed to really, um, 
making those conscious decisions about their, their life. Life on purpose is where you want to be. Okay. Um, I, I want you to email me and say, Michelle, I, I want the information for life on purpose. I'll send you out some information, see if it's right for you. I promise you, if you are sitting amongst a whole bunch of caterpillar pillars, this is where the butterflies are. Okay. Awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild to be a butterfly. <laughs> Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.